This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 142 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach, Greg Audino, and I am coming to you today with a question about the strong pull of technology. What do we do when it is seemingly inescapable and preventing us from doing our normal activities and even getting in the way of physical health? Let's consider why such a thing might happen and what dieting strategies uh, we can apply to it. Here's the question for today. Every moment I have to spare, I find myself reaching for my phone, watching videos on Facebook, going on Instagram, or playing games on my phone. I used to read so many books and I used to have so much writing inspiration, but this never-ending source of entertainment is really wrecking my life especially when I'm going down a depressive episode rabbit hole as I've been in before. I really want to change this. Sometimes I feel that the inside of my brain is too noisy. I'm muting it by diverting my attention to my phone slash laptop slash tablet. All of this technology is really limiting my creativity, productivity, and health. As in, I don't end up going to the gym because I decided to pick up my phone while brushing my teeth and then I find myself slowly hovering to my bed. And the next thing I know, it's been two hours and I need to go to bed. Or maybe it's just that I am bored. Like, I don't want to study as it's a long-term reward, but if I pick up my phone now, it's a really quick and short-term reward. It is not good. Alright, well it is a good question. Question very appropriate for 2020. Thank you for submitting this. It is nice to see someone who is taking their addiction to technology seriously. It seems to me that many people are struggling with this same thing, yet not realizing it, though they may not be struggling to the same extent that you are. Your last thought about boredom being the culprit was an interesting one. So, uh, based on what you've said, I would probably count out boredom, since you cite these other things that you want to do or have enjoyed doing in the past, such as reading, writing, going to the gym, and other creative endeavors. I do think you're on to something with your talk about searching for a short-term reward, however. And I think it alludes to what you said about escaping your noisy brain and instead diverting your attention elsewhere. Now, for many people who are spending more time on their phones than they'd like to, it is a very quick way to not be bored. And indulging in ever-awaiting technology is a subconscious way to avoid boredom and maintain stimulation. And if any of you are listening out there and thinking to yourselves that that's a good thing, it's not. But for you, Asker, Though it may help you a bit when you are bored, it is much more likely to be about something more serious. 
One step that I believe will be crucial for you to take is to reflect on when this addiction to technology reached a level that you started to be concerned about it. When did the reading and the writing stop? When did you start getting lost in your phone as you were about to leave for the gym? When did it start to feel like a depressive rabbit hole, as you said? My guess is that in the crosshairs of all these events, you will find something more significant might have happened in your life that you haven't quite handled and are trying to run away from. Should you discover something like this, make it your point of concern rather than all the time you spend on technology. Because if that's the case, I would say technology is just the middleman right now. Still, that will be a discovery to make on your own time, and it's not something I can help you with right now since I don't even know what it is or if it's even there. So let's just spend the rest of the episode today talking about what you can do in the meantime to detach from technology a bit. Now, as I've said many times on the show, particularly in episodes focused on habits, you must be patient enough with yourself to pursue slow and steady changes. If your addiction has gotten this bad, trying to do away with it all overnight will be very challenging. Surely you can just get rid of your phone and your laptop and you would accommodate, but there's really no need for such extremes either. These things are still useful, and we want to establish a healthy relationship with them rather than banishing them before doing the work necessary, you know, the work necessary to make that healthy relationship possible. So my first recommendation is to start treating your heavy technology consumption as you would treat heavy food consumption. Now, when dieting with food, people often find healthy limits for themselves, and you can do the same thing. If you've ever heard of intermittent fasting, you can do the same thing. Pick times of the day when you'll allow yourself to indulge in your devices, and for other times, put them away. If you're currently on your phone 12 hours a day, maybe create 10-hour windows for yourself the rest of the week, and then 8-hour windows the next week, and so on. Like eliminating food that is bad for you, you might also want to consider deleting the apps that take up a lot of your time, yet do nothing for you. Which apps have the worst ratio of time spent and value given? My guess would probably be the games you play, but that's for you to decide. So maybe you can also try deleting one or two apps per week in addition to intermittent fasting and see how you feel after, you know, three or four weeks and then go from there. You might also consider a more active approach based on things you want to get done rather than things you want to trim. Now this would mean making your plan about goals you want to hit and making sure that you accomplish what you want to accomplish before giving technology a chance to take over. Maybe you can't go on the phone until you've studied for two hours, or you can't go on the phone until after the gym. This is, it's similar to intermittent fasting, that idea, but again, it's more driven by making sure things that need to be prioritized are being prioritized. Sort of like, you know, dessert after dinner or playtime after homework. Now, if you go down this route, you may also want to put an extra twist on it by basing some of your goals on the objectives you unknowingly seek to achieve on your phone, aside from boredom. Now, this is cool. What I mean is, what apps do you find yourself on regularly, and what real-life alternatives are you substituting them for? Are you spending time on Facebook to give you a hit of socialization? Are you spending time on dating apps rather than calling up someone you've met and felt an interest in? Are you playing games to substitute playing sports? This will require a little digging, but if you can sort out what itches you're using your phone to scratch, you can then look for how those itches can be scratched in person, and the same needs will be met, 
yet in a healthier way. And finally, whatever approach you decide to take of the ones I just rattled off, um, I encourage you to track your progress. That's another thing uh, somebody who's dieting would do, and another thing we've talked about with habit formation. Track your screen time from day to day. Track the amount of priorities you accomplish that you want to accomplish, or track how many of them you didn't accomplish. It is hugely advantageous to track things like this, as your habits will now have a concrete written existence, and that's a lot more convincing than whatever thoughts you have in your mind that are hard to measure and easy to make excuses for. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. And that brings us to a close everyone. As I mentioned at the top, to me, this is a much more prevalent problem than I think is being given credit for, though everyone does seem to at least have their suspicions about it, I guess, which is good. Um, I'm hoping this episode was able to help not only the woman who sent this in, but also those of you out there who may be suffering more with this than you might think. Godspeed. There's a lot of tech out there, that's for sure. Now, if you've got a question of your own that you need help and support with, do email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. We will take your questions there and do what we can to help you out on the show and over email as well. Hope to hear from you, even if you just want to email us with some feedback, supportive or constructive. And I also hope you'll all stop in for the next one. I'm taking off until then. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and I will talk to you again soon.